All right, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Nick Finzer. I'm joined today by the fantastic pianist and composer, Miki Yamanaka. She has a brand new album out that's called Human Dust Suite, and we're very excited to be able to talk with her today. Miki, thanks for joining us on the on the show. Hello, yay. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy to be here. Woohoo. Yeah, so we're really glad that uh, we could help you get the music out. I know this is going to be a really great record. I know that your first, the last record you put out was really, really great. And you just have a great trio. And um, I didn't realize how well you played vibes until uh, listening to your record again the other day. And uh, <laughs> that was, I was like, oh, that's Miki. She's crushing right now. So I was really happy to hear that and felt really stupid myself for not realizing it before. <laughs> Dude, no. I was like, sometimes she plays with Steve Nelson. Oh, that must be Steve Nelson. And then so, <laughs> no. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm really glad you're here. And so for people that don't know you, could you just introduce yourself to people, you know, where you're from and how you ended up in New York playing piano for a, your life? Okay, so I am Miki Yamanaka. That's hard to remember, whatever, but I'm from Japan. I'm from Japan. I play piano. Uh, I moved to New York eight years ago, about eight years ago. I just randomly visited here for a week and I fell in love with Sidra Walton's playing. And I was like, oh, this city is amazing. I could, I could see Sidra Walton's playing for $15 in this town. This is awesome. So like, that's the reason kind of why I moved to New York. And then I just, I loved music. I've loved the, loved the music. So I just wanted to embrace myself. And then like, here I am, like I'm still playing and I'm still trying to do my stuff so yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm really excited and that's who i am yes so you you weren't always studying music though right if i no. remember correctly uh, no uh when i was in japan my major was seismology and geology so i was playing piano i was playing piano but very very badly <laughs> <laughs> so you came to new york so 2012 ish you came to new yes york. correct okay. correct i can do math Yes, awesome. Up to up to ten, but uh, <laughs> but before that, I I think this is super interesting about about you is that you are also a car fanatic and a drifter. Yes, you're a drifter, wow. right? Is that right? Are yes, it is remember? true. Because <laughs> you posted, you reposted some picture the other day. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, good. oh, that's right. She used to do that. Yeah, I used to have a a pimp car. Yeah, <laughs> very uh, very sweet though. I gotta say. When are you gonna get bring it back? You got to bring it back. Get to. I have together. to make money first, you know. Oh, that old, <laughs> that old thing. It's oh, okay. that's funny. It's okay. Yeah, I've been driving though in New oh, York yeah? City. Yeah. Is that scary? It's really fun. Yeah. Huh? I don't like driving in the city. Driving in the Dude, city. Dude, it's awesome because I can be as aggressive as I want. Because <laughs> everybody else is going nuts in. That's true. New York, so that's yeah. True. Oh, fits your fits your style, I guess. Your yes, driving style. It does. That's funny. I can't drive in Texas. Ah, ah. Well, Too they're, nice. There's sim no no, they're similarly aggressive. Uh, really? It's really bad. It's really quite stressful. Yeah. Well, Mike Saylor's told me that in Austin, like everybody's just drives so nice. Oh, not in not in Dallas. They're much oh, more wow. aggressive. It's different, and, different. And the state. cars are all huge too. I mean, same state. Huge trucks and like they're going like a hundred miles an hour, weaving in and out of traffic and stuff. Damn. It's like, it's a little intense for me. Wow. That, maybe that's just because I'm not like as that? good of a driver as you. <laughs> that's that's what it comes down to. <laughs> I'm 
I'm not sure if I'm good, but I'm, I got the attitude, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how did you make the switch from seismology to, to jazz piano? How did that happen? I don't know how that happened, honestly. I just loved, you know, like I said, I was playing when I was in Japan very badly, but I had my friends who play with all the time and they love jazz too, but they never worked as a musician. They always work something else and then they play music in a weekend. So like that's, I thought that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, but after moving to New York, I wasn't gonna stay here for a long time. But then like I started going out, I started meeting a bunch of people, I started working, just, just happened without even like controlling anything. And I was like, oh, I like doing this, I love doing this, I practice yeah. and like I meet people and just, I started working. It's like, that's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful thing, though. That's great. It is pretty beautiful because I, I like hearing. my life. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's amazing. I love. I love it because it's like the opposite of me, and I right. wish. I wish I could be more like you. That, that's what I think about when you say that. I'm you like, started Man. early, like you started early, and you were you kept doing it right until yeah. now. I mean, yeah, it's still kinda, going. I mean, yeah, just kind of. But I just mean like. Yeah, I, I, maybe to my detriment, I'm like, you know, a person that like has plans things and like mm-hmm. likes to do things and just like going with the flow like you're you're talking about is I feel like it's a weakness of mine to like, oh, to like just kind of be chill and just like do what <laughs> let, happens, it, let it you know? be. <laughs> <laughs> so, say, like I admire that about about your approach. It, it comes through in your music, too. There's like a, you know, a joy to just playing and doing your thing. So, yes, I, I love playing. I love yeah. music so I much. Know. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the record. Let's so tell us uh, uh, what's what is the record? Who and who's on it? And we'll go from there. So the record is called Human Dust Suite, mm-hmm. and uh, it's important that, that there is a suite that then titled Human Dust Suite and the record, and then that's a centerpiece of the record. Um, five piece, uh, five tunes, and uh, I was inspired by this art. Um, photography done by Agnes Dennis that I saw in Chicago when I was just playing in Chicago. I had free time, so I got to go there. It was a really great museum, by the way, Arts mm-hmm. Institute. Please go. Uh, and uh, I saw that pho- photography just randomly. I didn't really aim or anything. I was just roaming yeah. around and I saw it and just like stood there for like 30 minutes, just like really in awe. That. Wow. That's just, just a photography of human cremation hmm. and just like in black and white photography. And just like it really struck me that uh, everybody's going to turn out to be the same thing after everybody dies. And like, in, especially in this country, people talk about the pain of black American people and like and Asian people get discriminated as well and stuff hmm. like that. And I definitely had some experience just you know, living in New York City or like touring in the States. Like I experienced those, those um, you know, sadness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, but then like, if I think about it, like everybody's going to turn to be the same thing. It's like, I just, I could go down the road that I'm sad and like, I hate my life. Why was I born as Asian? Or why cannot, can't I do anything for the people who are in pain? That's okay, but I much rather be 
happy and then enjoy my life because everybody's going to turn to be the same thing after all. So if you can enjoy your life with your decision, that's so awesome, right? Um, so that's the kind of the root of the reason that I wanted to write something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the main message. And then like I just decided to write like I originally wrote four pieces, uh, four pieces just throughout the body, mm. head to heart to tummy to like legs kind of vibe. And then I just wanted to have one more tune to kind of have an epilogue, like, you know, life is like a party. So like party's over, like, you know, it's like when you, when your party's over, you know, you're done, but we're going to be in the same same thing you know we're gonna be the same thing so that's that long story short that's the whole thing and then i had some other tunes that i'd written um over the year and then yeah so it's mostly my tunes but one tune that's not mine that's uh randy weston's uh, great blues called uh, brookshire blues mm-hmm. and uh, i arranged it it's kind of a little quirky um, but then, yeah, so it features oh, great musicians, great, great musicians. Um, Orlando Le Fleming on the bass, he played my last record as well. He's a fantastic bass player. Um, and Jochen Rueckert on drums. And he and Orlando play together a lot. So, like, it's a great fit. And I love Jochen. He's, a wine, he's my wine guru, so I oh. really... Okay. Right. Respect him. I text him all the time. This wine is great. <laughs> and he texts me back. Anyway, um, and then the great saxophonist, Anthony Orgy. Hmm. Uh, he is uh, not really active because he's really shy dude, mm-hmm. but he went to Juilliard. You, you, Nick, did you go to Juilliard at the same time? as? Yeah, his first year was my last year. Great. Awesome. Um, he's very weird dude, I have to say. But then I love that dude. I love mm-hmm. that dude. Um, first time I meeting meeting him, it's like struck me to like, oh, this guy's weird. But then like I heard him, I didn't even like his playing first. Hmm. And then like the more time I spend, like I got to know him, and I just I realized how personal his sound is. Mm-hmm. And then I started writing those tunes. Actually, those Human Dust Suite, most of them were kind of like thinking about his sound. Oh, yeah. Like melodies mm. and like stuff like that. He would articulate melodies. So like I was thinking like most of the tunes, like thinking about him playing it. Yeah. So it's very personal uh, that for me that he joined my quartet. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's amazing. That's great. Yeah. Anthony, very, very, you're very personal. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yes. Like he doesn't play anything. Anybody. Yeah. I know Honestly, no offense to anybody else, but just sure. yeah, very, very, very personal. Is, is he still in the city or is um, he is in Jersey? Now. Jersey, I thought. I was yeah, but he's some... back and forth, like when Where, he has yeah. some like, you know, gigs with Mike Wenzo or something like that. I don't huh? have any gigs, so like I can't offer him anything. But... <laughs> you do have gigs. Sometimes, yeah. yes. Sometimes yes, you have yes, gigs. Yes, uh... So, uh, 
tell us about tell us about some of the gigs you've been doing. You've been doing a bunch of live streams. I've seen. Yes, I, um, I played at Smalls. Actually, I called right. Anthony to do that, but he his parents weren't really sure about him coming back to the city back okay. then. Sure, it was in July. Like New York was still, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit bad. Um, Anyway, uh, I did a live streaming gig at Smalls, and the, the great sub was Mark Turner. <laughs> oh, you couldn't get anybody good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, great sub. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was fantastic. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've been doing live streaming, not a gig, but uh, playing, because mm-hmm. I think playing music nowadays is very important, really crucial mm-hmm. for musicians. Um, so Clovis Nicholas, great bass player, has been curating a bunch of uh, live streaming. Like, you know, everybody else does that too. Like Lucas Pino does one of those with him and stuff. Um, Anyway, so he's been coming over pretty much like every week, every Sunday or Saturday. And either streaming or not, like we play every week. It has been really fun. Um, Or... I have a couple smalls gig coming up. Not my gig, but Roxy Cos Quintet. Oh, that's next week. Um, I guess it doesn't matter like if when it's airing, like doesn't matter. But um, that's next week on the tenth, and you can see the archive after that. So go check it out. Um, and uh, I'm playing with Antonio Hart mm. at Smalls as well on the thirtieth. Yes. Very cool. Yeah, great, great alto player. Yeah. Yeah, and so you knew him because you were you you went to City College when you first got to New York, right? I went to City College first to go to the second language program because I couldn't speak English, okay. so uh, and that's like the easiest visa keeper too. So um, sure, sure. I did that, and I learned a lot. Okay. But then I got to know people from Queens College. Queens College, sorry, I get it. Yeah, 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 it's okay. Queens College is a very minor school, but it's really great school because it's really far, but like really in the, the kind of not like a New York City vibe, so you can kind of get away from that business. Then you can practice in the practice rooms pretty well. And uh, the faculties are amazing. Like mm-hmm. Antonio Hart, I met right. him there. Yeah. And my teacher, Jeff Patton, is an amazing, amazing pianist, composer, and accompanist that mm-hmm. I really care about. And now Luis Perdomo teaches there. I think oh, Dave wow. Wan teaches there too, if I'm not wrong. Um, yeah, great David Berkman, great piano player again. So just really great faculties. Mike Mossman, great arranger, trumpet player. Right. So right. like I got to meet a bunch of like actual like cats there. That was that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I think something that you're especially I don't know comes natural to you that maybe some people that are listening could benefit from. Is there a lot of people, you know, a lot of students that like say, oh, I'm going to move to New York. Oh, I'm going to do this. And, you know, mm. but you, you actually did it and coming from, you know, not being able to speak English very well and coming from Japan, just like I'm going and you did it and you <laughs> are thriving, you know, you're not just like there and then disappeared. You're like crushing it. So, I mean, so what were, what are some of the way, things that, you know, you tell students or people to like get into the scene or like, I know, like from your experience from, from coming in and trying to like, you know, make it happen. Do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, I just like, it's really important that like you have to find your community. Mm. Um, the, I you always thought like you have to be seen, like you have to be seen and you want to be seen in the community that you like 
to be in. Sure. So that was a great sentence. Um, so, um, when I came here, I didn't think any of that though, right? Like I just moved here. Only time that I had was a year. That was like the only time that my parents allowed me to do. So it's like, okay, I'll, I have nothing to lose. I have nothing to lose. So am I going to be a loser for a year? just enjoy new york city yeah new york woo! or just you're gonna just do your work do mm. your work to be seen and to thrive and like practice and love the music and what you can do for a year like which one's better i think the latter is better you know so just naturally right. i did that mm-hmm. um so that made me stay more stay longer because i did my best like literally my best every night going out like always going to see the music you have to pay the money so you have to save up money coming from one advice is just save up some money that you can actually spend nicely mm-hmm. before moving to new york i had yeah that's really important so like you can go out to see amazing bands at the vanguard you don't have to feel like Ugh. I mean, I still feel like, uh, well, sure, but, yeah. yeah, but like you have to have certain money. Go on a small cover, $20. Don't be cheap. Don't be cheap. Just go out. If you like smalls, got to pace, got to pay sometimes. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And you got to be seen. Then and people will know you and then you maybe get gigs or get to know other musicians, blah, blah, blah. That comes after, you know? So if you don't move, if you don't get out of your house, get your ass up and just go out either practice like sit down on your piano or like just practicing alone doesn't do anything so practicing doesn't matter almost you have to go out and play music with randos the (laughs) assholes that really gets you better that's the best just get get lost yeah. The drummer's too, too killing. I don't know what to do. That's the best lesson ever, you know? <laughs> and they're drunk. They're super high. Don't matter. Like, it doesn't yeah, yeah. matter, you know? Like, yeah. you have to be in the moment to, like, what the hell is going on? Like, that's that lesson that a lot of people are missing, which sure. is really yeah. hard right now. Right. But when the, hopefully, fingers crossed, mm-hmm. when the things are back, I hope people can just go out. I'm not the best piano player or anything, but like I know how to play music with people. Yeah, right. I think that's the best skill you actually need to be an original musician. Hmm. That's a great way to put it. Yes. Yeah, wow. Um, and you know, something I was curious about that you mentioned before is you were talking about Jeb Patton, who's a great pianist and accompanist. Yes. So how do you feel like, how do you feel like those skills are related or not um i think related because yeah. if you play music you're usually playing with people yeah. especially our music jazz um so if you can't i mean if you play piano if you play piano and if you can't accompany people well you're done <laughs> this is true maybe you're so killing so it doesn't matter so then good luck go ahead you know it's like well it's not my business you know you can do that that's great um but i think usually great those great piano players 
are great accompanists too, you know? Right. Like Selvin Portner is a great pianist and I much rather hear him with just singer or like a solo piano, but then when he plays with Cecile, like how, how can he accompany so, uh, so beautifully? You know, like I usually, I, I think like Glenn Zaleski, great pianist, but he is also great at accompanying people, you know? Mm. So, uh, and I, I think as a piano player, if you're young and listening and trying to find your way or whatever, um, just focus on not your solo, like uh, focus on like what you can do as a band sound, like, yep. like what you can do to make a difference as a piano player. I think that's a really interesting way to see the music mm -hmm. because like you might be like, oh my God, we're playing really fast tunes. Oh, I don't know what to play. But if you can really accompany other people soloing, going crazy and just like adding some colors, rhythms, mm -hmm. like, you know, react to some other ways. And I think that's more important than your semi-killing solo. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think. Yeah, yeah. For working, like, that's for sure. Mostly, like, if you're playing five minutes, like, you're soloing, like, 45 seconds. Yep. Like, four minutes of that is just a company. Like, right. most of your playing is a company. And if you can change the band sound from your accompaniment, that's amazing. So, here's a new idea, I guess, for people who don't care about accompanists yet. I think it's related, though. I think it is related. Yes. Oh, for sure. I was just, I, that's, I was curious your thoughts and that's exactly what I was hoping you would speak on. So thank you. Yay. It's, um, yeah, I, sometimes in school, students get, you know, tunnel vision to the like, gotta be killing, killing soloist. I mean, that's great vibe, though. That's you know? great too. Like I should do that. I have to practice. <laughs> it's great. It's so great. I'm not stopping. No, 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 but you're right though. Yeah. It's only a small portion of what you have to do as a pianist. Yeah. As a trombonist, I don't have to accompany that often, which gives me a lot of time to listen to killing pianists accompany really well. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can accompany people if you want oh, yeah. to. That's true. Like some horn players are more active than so, yeah. others. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it just depends on the situation. You have to be sensitive to the, the desires of the band leader, I suppose. Yes, it's very, very, very sensitive term, especially horn players accompanying. Oh yeah, That's, I've, like, I've I've, I don't think I would. I don't think I would want to do that for um, Antonio Hart. I feel like that wouldn't go very well for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to respect. Yeah, like exactly. Exactly. Wants to offer, you know. Yeah, exactly. But you would accompany behind the singers and stuff if you're playing with singers. Sure. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah if, if and it's sometimes wanted. nice. It's better than piano players playing lines and playing harmony. Sometimes it's a nice piano player laying harmony or guitar player laying harmony and a horn player is just like play kind of blends more. Mm. I think that instruments like the horn instruments blends better with singers. Oh, interesting. Maybe because that's what I thought. Like oh, with saxophone, like the... trombone, trumpet, mm -hmm. like, like blends with the singers. So like when you're accompanying like go down like playing the one note da, da, just like if i do that eh, <laughs> right. not as expected as i always say. but you can go bling. yeah i can do multiple yeah notes and stuff but yeah whatever
Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, so let's let's turn our attention. Let's kind of circle back to the record here. That's I appreciate right. everything. And um, so, where's the best place for people to check out you and your music? Where do you want to send them? Do you, where do you like people um, to find you? I think if you really want to know who I am, I think go to my Instagram. Okay. Um, uh, I what's your Instagram handle? Mickey Mickey Yummy. Yes. So M I K I M I K I. Y-U-M-M-Y. You got that? <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. Does everybody else got it? I think they do. <laughs> so if you want to get to know Miki, you can follow her Instagram. But uh, if they, what if people want to buy your record? Where should they go? Um, you can go to my website. Perfect. Or, yeah, um, yeah. Go to Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you stream. Go ahead. I just... <laughs> I want people to listen to my music, especially this record, because it's mm. very personal pieces, like personal tunes playing. Um, so I really would appreciate if you even take your time and then go to YouTube or wherever that you can find my music and listen to my record. I so appreciate that. So thank you. And uh, just for people so they can check it out, what's, what's your website? Is it just your name? Um, Mikiyamanaka.com. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, if you want to support, that would be the best way to buy mm -hmm. records from my website. But anywhere you find. Yeah, we always like to send send people to the artist website. It's the best place to, to be able to support the artists, especially uh, when there aren't a lot of gigs. You know, it's a, it's nice That's to be able right. to and share just, our like, music. Message me if you want to be connected. You know, I'm here. Um, yeah, and I launched a band camp as well. Like I'm still oh, learning about it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I put out my oldest record that uh, I put it out in 2012. Um, but uh, it'll come out when the record is out. So mm -hmm. you can find that on September 18th. Yes. Great. And uh, so, yeah, they go to Instagram, go to Mickey's website. Is there anything else you wanted to say about the record that we didn't uh, get to talk about yet? Um, well, no, just <laughs> go listen. Go yeah, listen. go listen. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. So check it out. Human Dust Suite uh, by Miki Yamanaka and her great quartet uh, out very soon in all the streaming places that you enjoy and from her website, MikiYamanaka.com. And Miki, thank you so much for taking some time to chat today. We really appreciate it. Thank you.